Good afternoon, everyone. It is Sunday, April 24th. I have not done a podcast in a few months. Um, I've just been in this. We'll talk about that. But I was just at the gym and I had this overwhelming feeling and felt Nick's presence. It's like you can see that shadow. And I know people that have lost somebody and that believe in this stuff will totally get what I'm saying. And the sense of calm come over my body. My body just started to shake. And I've never felt like this. And it kind of was like, oh God, what's happening to my body now? But I felt so calm. And I, I, I realized one thing I have not been doing in this journey is I have forgotten who I am. Like, I literally forgot everything about who I am. I've been going through the motions. I've been feeling this whole pity party. I've been sitting in my grief, and I haven't been trying to, until the past few months, really work on getting myself out of this grief pattern that I was in where I was feeling like, oh, this is this is my problem. This is my issue. This happened to me. And no, it didn't happen to me. It happened to my son. It happened to my son. And that is a huge realization. And as a mom, it makes me sad for my son, even sadder than I am for my son. But I also realized that I have to stop walking around this world, this universe, like it happened to me. I am forgetting that I am still here. I am still here. I am able to continue to fight. I am still here. I can hopefully offer hope and inspiration. I am still here. And I have literally forgot about that, that I'm still here. And that's just such a simple yet huge thing because I think when our child dies, or at least for me, our identity dies with him. Our hope for the future dies with him. Our hope for what can I be dies because you just don't know who you are and you're so lost and you're traveling around and you're going through the motions and you're feeling like, I'm never going to get out of this state, ever. Um, I So I was got in my truck and I was like scribbling all these notes and I don't know where all this came from, but I'm going to try to make sense of it. I'm going to try to read it because I think it's really important. I think that it's really going to help someone and I think it's also going to help myself. Um, I'm going to try not to say um a million times too, but I can't promise you on that. But I've been acting like a victim. I've taken on the victim role, and that's never been me. I've never been the victim. With all the shit that's happened in my life and all the people that I've lost, I've never taken on that victim. And I have to stop having that victim mentality. I have to stop. I have to remember I'm Nick's mom, and he's watching, and I need to be stronger, and I need to be stronger for myself. I need to be stronger for my own soul. doesn't mean that this doesn't suck. That doesn't take away from my grief. That doesn't take away from my sadness or my utter dismay that my son is gone but if I trying to think like how can I word this my feelings are valid how I feel is valid everything that I feel about this situation and about losing my child and about suicide are valid there's nobody that can argue against me that they're not there's nobody that can say oh you should be feeling this way unless it's someone that's been through and even then all of our situations are so unique and I would never compare myself to any other grieving mom But my son's the warrior. My son deserves all the love. His memory deserves all of the love. His 
I, just because I'm, I've been walking around not holding my shoulders high. I've been not, you know, looking people in the eye. I haven't been walking around like I used to. I haven't been walking around like I'm really, I'm a very confident person and I can still fake that game very well. I, I, I know I do because people have said it, but I'm tired of walking around with my shoulders low. I'm tired of not looking people in the eye. I'm tired of hiding in baggy clothes. I'm tired of wearing my bangs too long. I'm tired of sitting in my room night after night because I have felt like if I go out and I have fun, I'm a shitty mom. I'm not a grieving mom. How can a mom be out and have fun? Or how can a mom go do things with her friends when her son is gone? That's not what Nick wants for me. And I remember a grieving mom said this to me, Almost five years ago, she said as she was much further along in her journey. And she said at some point there are going to become a few seconds of every day that you're going to be. And I know this is going to pick up on the paper and I'm sorry for that. Um, that you would feel at peace. And in my head, I was like, fuck you. Like, how can you as a grieving mom find any peace now that your son is gone? Actually, it was her daughter. I always say my son because of my son. How can you? I'm like, that's just shitty because if you're not back then in my head, I thought if I am not in a state of grief 24-7, and even at that time I was in a state of grief 24-7, I'm doing a disservice to my son. And it's only within the past, I'm going to say four to six months that I've been going back and I've been listening to motivational things that I listened to years ago. Things that I remember that brought me some sense of empowerment, some sense of, okay, I can do this today. I've started listening to all those again. I've gone back through my journals from years ago and I'm like, wow, what fucking happened to that girl? Yeah, I, the biggest tragedy in the world happened to me. Absolutely lost my son. It is the hardest thing that a parent and anyone will ever go through. But then I sat back and I thought, I'm doing such a disservice to my son. I'm doing such a disservice to my son's honor, to his memory, that if I'm not out trying to be strong and walking confidently and holding my shoulders high and really using my voice to talk about mental health and suicide awareness and talk about my journey and to give hope to those grieving moms that today might be your day number one, that your grief will always be here, but it shifts You know how the saying grief isn't linear? It's not, but it shifts. There are still days that grief consumes me, but I've been like jotting things down for the past, again, four to six months. Sorry, I repeat myself a lot. Um, Actually, I'm not sorry. It's just part of my PTSD, so I'm not sorry anymore. It's just who I am. Jotting things down about how I felt on certain days. And you know what I've noticed? Whenever someone asks me, how are you doing? I always say, doing the best I can or doing great. Both are just like total bullshit. But why can I not say, you know what? Today's a much easier day. Thank you for asking. Or today's a harder day, but you know what? I'm going to get through it. I'm tired of bullshitting with people. I'm tired of bullshitting with myself. I'm tired of worrying that I'm going to make everyone else uncomfortable when I think that honesty is really the best thing and that maybe, who knows if that person that's asking me, how are you doing? They're looking for a reason to stay. And if I'm giving a dishonest answer and an answer that I've crafted in my head that I think everybody wants to hear, how do I know how that's going to affect them? And maybe some people don't really give a shit how I'm doing, and that's fine. They might just be asking because they're polite. That's okay, too. But I'm not going to craft these answers anymore. I'm going to work really hard on that. Um, 
try hold on i lost my train of thought i <laughs> i do this a lot we know this I've always tagged everything be kind. That's kind of my motto. That's what my, my stance is on. And I've over years, I thought be kind means you have to accept everything that everyone does, even if they're a complete utter asshole. And I'm not doing that anymore either. I'm not. I've cut out a lot of people. Not a lot of people because there's not a lot of people that I don't really have in my life, but I've kind of looked at any form of relationship, whether it's a guy, whether it's a friend, a semi-friend, an acquaintance, just someone that I'm around, whoever is in my circle that can influence my life. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, some of these people are real dicks. Some of these people are narcissistic assholes. And just because I have am being kind doesn't mean that I have to allow them to have access to me. And that's the difference. I thought if I wasn't nice to everyone, I've always had this fear. If I'm not nice to someone and someone dies, I'm going to be the last person they talk to. No, I'm not taking that on anymore. I'm not taking that. I, I still take that on for my son, but I'm not taking that on for everyone else. And trust me, this isn't some huge, massive thing where all of a sudden my life's going to be great and I'm going to be out boating and, oh, God, summer's coming and blah, blah, blah. No, this is just me trying to fight my way through the day and try to have it be more productive. Try to excel at certain things that I am so capable of excelling at. Instead of hiding what I'm capable of and hiding my strengths and how intelligent I am. Because I feel, again, I've lived under this feeling of if you're a grieving mom, you can't be intelligent. You can't achieve all the success that I know that I can achieve. And it's success that means something to me. Not success that is measured by what anybody else thinks. It's for me. It's for my goals. And I'm going to go after those things. And it's going to be hard. And there's going to be days where I just want to lay on the floor and I want to cry. That's okay. But I need to pull my shoulders back and get up. And I need to fight. And I need to continue to fight for that. Um, again, sorry. You're just going to have to deal with the PTSD and the loss of training. Even though I might write notes. Um, I have been given an opportunity that unfortunately my son wasn't and I, I I say this in all honesty if I could sell my soul and give it to my son I would but I can't I've been given the opportunity to survive to make a difference to bring myself some senses of peace to honor my son's name to carry on his memory my son wasn't given that opportunity. He was too far deep in his hole. And no matter what, what was thrown to him and what was offered and what was held, he couldn't get out. And that's mental health. And that is a sickness. And that is not something, oh my God, I hate. Right? I've been seeing so late on Facebook like or Instagram. Like, oh, if you're depressed, you can just get up and it's, it's all go away. Or just like, if you're depressed, just make a choice. Well, you know what? Some people can't make a choice. Some people, their depression is so deep and they're... Their brain, their, the trauma or their brain, everything is so messed up. They can't just decide, oh, today I'm just going to get up and life is going to be great. That my son couldn't do that. And that's not, doesn't make him weak. That doesn't make him anything. That makes him, again, I'll use it with cancer. Would you look at somebody and be like, oh, you had chemo today and you're throwing up. Oh, why don't you just get up and forget about it and you won't vomit and feel like shit. No, you wouldn't never say that so I don't get why people keep saying that so I'm gonna say it don't say it I'm gonna keep saying it don't say it anymore because you don't know who's reading your Instagram post that you're making feel like shit instead if you want to inspire people if you want to truly truly help people that are struggling show them 
Show them, be real. Show them that you're struggling and that you're getting up and you're trying. Tell them ways that you're getting up. Tell them ways that maybe you got through your day. For me, it's as simple sometimes as taking a shower. Other days, it's literally having to work so hard to get up. I have to stick to a routine in the morning. I have my dogs all go to bed at the same time. I take my medication at the same time. I, if you know me, you know I'm like, oh, no, time for the bed, time for the dogs. I'm in bed at a very certain time so that I can somewhat be productive and some days really fucking be productive on my own. Why don't you start telling people that instead of, oh, if you're just depressed, why don't you just get up? No, you know, I'm not saying sit there and lay in the dirt with them. And maybe some days they need you to lay in the dirt with them and stop judging people. Like I've unfollowed so many people lately because I'm like, holy shit. Like you're supposed to be inspiring people and you're just making people feel like shit. So be careful too about that with social media. Like who do you follow? Who do you listen to? Who do you think is living this wonderful life? And they're just like spitting out these facts they read off of Google or whatever. I don't even know where half the shit is they come up with. But, and then really listen to the people that are struggling or have struggled and kind of fighting their way out and they're very open. I don't think anyone that judges mental health is someone that anyone should be listening to. I really don't. I, I think that if you're judging mental health, I think that you just really need to look at yourself and you need to look inward and you need to realize that maybe you have mental health issues and they scare you and it's something that you have to really work on and mental health sucks and it's hard and it's not easy to get help it's not I saw that a lot lately too oh it's just someone just died because they didn't want to get help I have been trying to get in with the the for the level of trauma that I sustained I've been trying for almost five years to get in with a specialist and I'm still on a wait list and it's not for lack of trying it's for lack of specialists it's for lack state of Maine sucks does our health system is a mess. It's a joke. And I'm sorry if you're dealing with that. Like, I just want to, to just wanted to get on here today. And I just wanted to say, like, oh, I felt guilty for traveling. I love to travel. I love to pack my suitcase and get out of me. And I like to do it by myself. I love to go places. And I sat home for years. And I'm justifiably, the first few years, I honestly just didn't have the energy and I didn't want to. I went away last year for the first time. And as soon as I left Maine, I felt, oh, God. Like this sense of, I can do this. Panicked the whole time up to it. My mom was also dying of cancer at that time and didn't last much longer after that so that was a big fear as if would she die while I was gone like what would happen like everything was fear-based no I I've already booked a couple trips for this year doesn't mean they're gonna go smooth doesn't mean I'm not gonna be scared but I'm going to do it I'm trying desperately to find myself again and find things that make me like, feel like my heart's just not weighted down so heavily and that I know Nick can look down on me and he can say, there's my mom. There is my motherfucking mom. Look at her go. That's the mom I know. That's what I'm trying to get to. I may never get there again, 100%, but I can damn ass promise you right now and I'll put it out there that I'm going to fight my way back to that. I am absolutely going to fight my way back to it because if I'm doing something that makes myself feel happy, Nick feels happy. 
And as a mom, that's all you want is for your children to be happy. And unfortunately, I couldn't do it towards the end for Nick. But now I can, maybe now I can do it. Maybe in heaven, you can look down and be like, yeah, there she fucking goes. Like, there's my mom. And that's something I'm going to work on. Like, because blessings flow through you. They don't stop at you. And I want to pass on the blessings that I have in my life because I do have blessings. I have so many people in my life that I have pushed away that love me, that I've thrown their love back because I thought, oh, if you're loving me, then I'm again, I am a shitty mom because I don't deserve love. And that's no, so not true. We all deserve love and we all have so much love to give. And I I have a lot of amends to make to a lot of people that, I, that matter to me. Um, and I, if they accept it, wonderful. If they don't, it's again, all I can do is put it out there. I've had to cut out like toxic behaviors I was doing and cut those out. And I've noticed a shift in my body. I've noticed a shift in the mental clarity. Um, things just like, you know, surrounding yourself with dipshits or staying up too late, going out too much, doing anything I could to like drown the feelings of, of this. I never felt my feelings and I'm starting to allow myself to feel my feelings. It's kind of scary. It's a lot of pain but if I don't ever wade through these these feelings, if I don't ever wade through the grief and the trauma, and I'm gonna die of a heart attack or a stroke because I'm just gonna keep everything in, and eventually your body can just not hold on anymore, and it just it's just gonna give up. You're going to get sick, and I really believe that my my mom's breast cancer was brought on from trauma and from losing her mom and from losing Nick, and my uncle died the year before. Um, my mom died of brain cancer, and my nephew had died of brain cancer. There's a lot of cancer on my mom's side of the family, and I really think all the trauma that's held inside a body just comes out in disease, and it comes out in anxiety, and it comes out in, you know, not feeling well, and heart attacks, and strokes, and stomach aches, and headaches, and all that type of stuff. And I've just been really journaling and noticing, okay, my stomach doesn't hurt as much. Normally, I walk around and I feel like I'm being stabbed all day long. I always felt like that for years. There are days where I don't have a stomach ache now because I'm letting my body feel my feelings, right? And what, is, what a simple thing, feel your feelings. But it is helping and I hope that maybe it'll help you. And I'm choosing to impose my will on what I want out of this life. And I want to be someone that people can look up to as, that's Nick's mom and look at how she's doing. Yes, she's struggling, but look at how she's doing. Look how she's fighting. Look at how she's helping because that's all I want to do is I want to help people and I want to, I want to love on people and I want to make mental health not the stigma that it still is. Even in this day and age with all the people we're le- losing, mental health is still such a stigma and I'm going to fight so hard to change that. I'm going to do that in, in my son's name. I'm going to do that in my grandmother's name and I'm going to do that in my name. Um... I'm trying to just like, I don't know where all this came from. I just feel like Nick is just sending me this divine intervention. Like, mom, like, get off your ass and start going after what you want. And and I have a little bit. And I'm starting to get more things closer to what I want out of my life. And I just really feel really empowered today and very strong today. And I wanted to share that with you guys. I wanted to share that it's taken almost five years and Mother's Day is coming up in a couple weeks. And usually this time last year, I was a mess. I'm not saying I won't be a mess on Mother's Day. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not going to look towards the future. And I'm going to focus on the day that I'm in. 
And this is a lot I'm throwing at you guys, and I know it, but I just wanted you to hear the strength of my voice. I wanted you to hear the, feel the empowerment. I wanted you to feel the love that I have actually right now. I have love for myself right now in this moment. I have not had that in forever. And I owe that to God, and I owe that to Nick. And yeah, I said God, working my way back there. But whatever that, whatever Nick did to me in the gym, whatever that feeling was, I am just going to hold on to that. And if it lasts me through the day, fantastic. If it lasts me a half hour, fantastic. I am imposing my will on what I want out of this life. Um, I hope that all of you have someone that loves you. I hope that all of you feel love for a second today. I hope that if you are struggling, that you have someone that you can reach out to. I hope that you know that I, I see you. I see your struggles. I resonate with your struggles. You're not alone. You're never alone. There's always someone that cares. I can promise you that. Hold on. Keep fighting. Please keep fighting. Remember to be kind and remember to be kind to yourself. Thank you all so much for listening. I love you all. Um, I'm going to get back to doing these regularly. Um, and still probably try to work on the um, but I don't know. No promises. Have a wonderful day, guys. Thanks so much.